everybody to the 16th episode of Loud and Anxious. This is Serena. And this is Murat. And uh, yeah, Murat, we're here on uh, this uh, really uh, strange day. Uh, yesterday was super, super uh, warm. Yeah. Our, our and also the, the, the humidity was killing me. Eh? Yeah, okay. Also, you uh, feel it today, I think. Yeah. But uh, how was your uh, week since uh, we had so much sun until today? Yeah, well, it was kind of good. Uh, uh, I had the game that I was waiting uh, so badly released. So I played, I think, yeah, Last of Us Part 2. Wh- which is the name, sorry? Last of Us Part 2. And so it's a war game or what? Yeah, it's uh, like a post-apocalyptic game. I'm always... W- w- why do you like this kind of games? You like to kill people or you like the strategy? For me, it's the strategy because really this game has very low amount of resources. Mm-hmm. So the ammunition or your pockets etc are very limited so you really need to think um, before doing something mm-hmm. beca- engaging a fight and also especially this part of the game yeah, I think they are uh, the game is based on the how the humankind is bad so we had a huge outbreak there are zombie literal zombies going in around in the cities but there are also people who established a fake religion there are also uh, people who overthrown the military the military suppression and become the new military suppression so basically it also the, the story of the game puts a very nice uh, light uh, flashlight on the evil nature of humankind okay but so you like the, this uh, this feeling that you are doing a good thing for the, the good part of the people like like the, the the mankind destroy everything, but you're one of the savior that like, like Jesus basically. No, no, actually no. That I think that we have two antagonists, and okay. they are not like the good guy, good guy kind of antagonist. Mm. We we are literally killing also people. Yeah, for me the whole uh, atmosphere is very nice. To you know, in in even you are desperate as fuck, but you still try to establish some kind of a system so that you feel more powerful. Okay. And yeah, the, I think the whole idea about the game is that and of course there are lots of drama during the game. So your character D- die. No. needs to kill people, Death some load one dies, etc, etc. Oh. You have very uh, hard decision to make, etc. So it's nicely written. The gameplay is very good. The graphics are very good. So I think for the last four days, I'm playing 10 hours per day or oh something. Oh my God. I'm playing with my wife, so she's also enjoying to sit and because you can just watch it as a movie also. Okay. Mm. Interesting. I, I will search some uh, information yeah. about it. For but me, the, 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 ga- the, the, oh, the old game word is appearing fascinated sometime, but I will mm-hmm. never spend like 10 hours per day b- playing a game. I hope so, because also I want to have a life. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, if it's for three or four days, it's fine. But you know, if it becomes like really a, a thing, like every mm-hmm. day, 10 hours or five, even five hours for me is too much. Mm-hmm. But uh, I'm also able to do uh, binge watching. So, I mean, uh, I'm not really different than gamers. So yeah, I think it like this. So. Y- I, I remember that I finished whole season, the all seasons of House MD, I think in two weeks or so. House MD. Yeah, yeah you know the the doctor. The oh, Doctor House. Doctor okay, House, yeah, yeah, yeah. So. What I is MD? 
medical doctor. Oh, uh-huh. okay, because in, this in is American system, MD, like. But this is the original title. Because yeah, yeah. In, in, uh, in Italian, is Doctor House. Yeah, in Turkey also is Doctor House, but the original uh, title was House MD. You okay. know, PhD is philosophical yeah, doctorate. Yeah. The other one is medical. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, well, but I'm not really proud of it when I do binge watching. I try to do as less as possible. Yeah. And you eat so much when you binge. No, now I'm pushing myself. You know that I'm really into diet now. Really. I think like my belly is so small right now. Well, you don't see it because mm-hmm. I also not showing to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, for example, uh, I was tracking the progress in the last two three weeks. I cut basically all the the sugar mm-hmm. except the dessert that I eat in your place. And uh, I think that I'm having like uh, results right now. Do you get on top of the scale or just no, the not yet. Uh. I'm just looking at myself. Maybe yeah. maybe I'm faking it. I don't know. But the belly it looks mm-hmm. really small, right? No, no, now. no. It can be right because I also understand from my body if it gets fat or uh, small. But yeah. it's also nice to keep track how much smaller your belly gets. Yeah, but yeah. I'm literally not doing. Uh, sorry, eating nothing. Yeah. So uh, well, with this weather, like when it was really warm, I wasn't mm-hmm. able to. Now that it's getting cold, I feel hungry, to <laughs> be honest. Yeah, but for the last two, three days, I only eat watermelon. Cold yeah, watermelon because exactly. I couldn't eat anything else. Eh? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Oh, but you know what I saw yesterday as a movie Netflix, uh, Eurovision. Have you mm-hmm. heard about it? Well, first of all, do you know what Eurovision yeah, is? Yeah, I know, I know. Okay, uh-huh. there's a movie. Of uh-huh. course, it's an American movie. This is About Eurovision, about the contest. Because, you know, Americans uh, like to uh, narrate what's happening in uh, all around the, mm-hmm. the other part of the world and uh, like, oh, we know the truth, mm. which is something that really pissed me off. But I guess this is like a, a co-directing or like... Um, Co-producing, sorry, between mm-hmm. US and UK, mm-hmm. if I understood correctly, was uh, recorded uh, in London. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it was not really nice. But the thing that I liked is the fact that uh, I realized while I was uh, watching the movie how many different cultures we are in, uh, in the during the Eurovision and mm-hmm. in Europe. I don't know, also Turkey is there? Yeah, we were there, then we had some political oh. problems, I guess, then the... Higher people in the in in the government, they decided that we don't go anymore. Oh, but you know that Australia is also there. This is weird. Yeah, this I is know. Weird. I know. We won Eurovision. Like, Turkey won it. I think in two thousand fourteen, two thousand four, or two thousand three, something like okay. this. Okay. Then we had also we become second or third a few times. Then they decided a few times we couldn't get past the qualification. Then yeah. decided that they they were hating Turkish people, etc. So politics, politics, yeah. Okay, but then it was interesting and uh, mm-hmm. yeah, music related. But yeah, that's all. Let's let's sh- let's change topic and start the the episode. Uh, okay. So topics for today. So first of all, we have two uh, albums that we listened mm. to releases and we will talk about them then we have a, i think very interesting discussion topics which is the professional life as a metalhead uh, so we will talk about it then we in our deep metal secret state we will talk about the artists t- uh, what they are doing during the quarantine yeah i'm a f- famous metal uh-huh. artist famous metal artist. and then we found the especially you found the news about this uh, dis- disinfectant mist for concerts so yeah. we will talk about it so let's start with our highlights with our reviews uh, let's start with yours with me okay so the um, album I want to talk about today mm-hmm. uh, is from a Canadian band called uh, Vile Creature 
So as an Italian, I can tell that actually the name is wrong. It, I thought it was wild creature. No, no, it's in Italian. It's Ville Creature. And the thing is that you cannot say this in Italian. So or either you say Ville Creatura, so it's mm -hmm. singular, mm -hmm. or um, um, Ville Creature, that is plural. Okay. So, uh, yeah, guys, uh, if you will ever listen to this podcast, uh, I'm sorry, but uh, this is something that actually break my heart. But actually, I, <laughs> I will say something. Wild is a word in English. No, vile. Okay, vile. No, wild yeah. is one word in English, but also vile exists. I think I'm not sure. Yeah. Vile means. Uh, how can I explain it in English? Is um, is a old word. Let's say we don't mm -hmm. actually use it uh, a lot uh, in the modern language, but it's like when you act as a asshole. You're yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Uh -huh. So, um, like in medieval movies, you hear it, for example, mm. when they dubbed uh, because yeah, we don't have so many medieval movies in Italy. Mm -hmm. So when they dub it, you use this word uh, to uh, to express uh, rage from someone uh, mm -hmm. against someone that did like betray them or whatever. Mm -hmm. And uh, as I said, there is a can Canadian band. It's a Canadian duo. Actually, it's a couple. Mm -hmm. uh, I start to gossip in a little bit because they have a lot of channels. Uh, they have Twitter, they have uh, Tumbrl. Tumbrl? Oh, can I pronounce it? Uh, it's Tumbrl. <laughs> I'm very surprised that it's uh, still used there. Eh? Yeah, for them, uh, <laughs> from them, yes. Yeah. Uh, I also uh, don't uh, check anything anymore uh, there, but um, the also nice was like the YouTube channel. And mm -hmm. there's uh, this video, but it's from 2018. It's not related to this record, uh, in which they made like this uh, promotion for the old album. Mm -hmm. And it's super fun for me because they start the video, and they, uh, they, they there's like the, the view of the home. Mm -hmm. uh, there are couples so they live together, and uh, there's like uh, on the walls there are like all this kind of satanistic or black metal stuff uh, mm -hmm. pictures or whatever. Uh, they uh, show the drums and on the drums there's like a drops of uh, looks like blood mm -hmm. on the uh, how do you call it the one that you have close to you the snare the snare uh -huh. yes uh -huh. um, and then you start to think oh my god these guys are crazy they worship satan or whatever and then they, there's this uh, change of uh, scene in which you see these two guys with the dog in the middle mm -hmm. eating cake to celebrate it is a black and pink cake by the way mm -hmm. and then the guys start to kiss the dog and he say oh do you want a little bit of cake no you cannot have it because you know it's sugar huh? mm -hmm. and then you're it's like okay guys you're so cute seriously i mean <laughs> there's something i don't know i mean i love it but uh, i don't i don't know how it will be perceived outside you know mm -hmm. but uh yeah for the rest um I, I like this band because uh also i discovered while i was making some research research about them mm -hmm. research about them that uh they're vegan mm -hmm. uh they uh, support uh, lgbt uh qi uh communities Okay. You know, you, you know all the acronym. I. It's becoming I longer and longer. Yeah, I know the Q is queer, like. Uh, yes. Uh, I I don't know. It's intersexual. Okay. That, and yeah. I think that now it's even like with the C at the end that means cisgender, but I still don't what understand. What gender? Cisgender. Ch cheese. Yeah, it's written C I S. Ah, what that I don't know. And I also I, I'm I thought so confused, you were talking you know? about cheese. No, no, no! But uh, it's actually I mean. Okay, for me, it's like maybe the fr fr mm -hmm. from, from a straight person point of view, it's like, I mean, I don't care what you are, you are accepted, mm -hmm. you know, but y there's also differences uh, there and uh, I sometimes struggle still mm -hmm. 
to be honest. Uh, I actually went to, yeah, but this is a long story. I went to Amsterdam to see a, a, a exhibition about, no, no, oh, no. no. There's an exhibition about the humankind. Mm -hmm. And they were actually explaining all this kind of stuff, uh, mm -hmm. where they're from, uh, what it means. and But uh, yeah, I forgot. It was one year ago. Mm -hmm. um, but then, uh, yes, uh, th th they're like uh, politically involved. Uh, they support the, the LGBTQI uh, community. Mm -hmm. um, they are, uh, um, yeah, th there are something else that I don't remember. No, okay, nothing. Uh, that were at the road bar. Mm -hmm. Last year, actually, I think I saw them, but I'm not sure mm -hmm. because I remember the face of the guy, but I don't remember the face of the girl. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, okay, if I have to talk about actually uh, of, of the the release, that maybe yeah. is uh, <laughs> a little bit more interesting. Um, so they released this album uh, called uh, "Glory Glory Apathy to Hell," uh, which is let's say uh, quite my opinion, mm -hmm. uh, quite standard sludge. Uh, Black Net Doom album, so mm -hmm. not really a big difference respect to I don't know uh, Oms or Tao or I don't know other bands from the the, the, the genre. Mm -hmm. It's a good album, eh? If you like the genre, you listen uh, is uh, is good. I like the fact that both of these guys are uh, singing. The mm -hmm. guy is doing the grow part, or let's say the the uh, low screaming, mm -hmm. and the girls is doing the the uh, high pitch mm -hmm. scream. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's nice how they they combine the voices, and uh, you have this uh, this structure in the songs that uh, they're of course like a really um, slow, and they have like this uh, loop uh, this pattern that they're going uh, on and on uh, uh, in the in the song, like really standard and such. And then they have uh, this moment in which you feel that there's a crescendo of uh, volume and, uh, and the voice also are becoming like uh, more and more present and they're like it's fast that they change from one voice to the other so it was heavy to listen it's a heavy and dense album but it's a uh, it's good quality mm -hmm. and uh it's interesting also what is the the meaning of this album because as i said there are political involved mm -hmm. uh, so basically apathy took helm uh, is like uh, a scream about the fact that people uh, are not reacting anymore on the injustice that mm -hmm. are in the world. Mm -hmm. So with everything that is going on, there's really like few and fewer people that they are trying to, first of all, understand what's going on. Take because care, let's say. Uh, uh -huh. Exactly, and then took action. Mm -hmm. And uh, because, yeah, we are so like uh, uh, immersed in our virtual world mm -hmm. uh, or like uh, we are, I don't know, becoming lazy because we have everything next to us. Yeah. That uh, if we see that there's something that uh, uh, doesn't really uh, affect us, um, but uh, it, it kind of breaks this paradise that mm -hmm. we, we build around us, we are just immediately run away because it's easier to be like uh, apathic and uh, live in a comfortable environment. To ignore the things that Exactly, instead of to take yeah. action and mm -hmm. maybe go through a uh, pain and, uh, and uh, mm -hmm. I don't know, sorrow or whatever. Mm -hmm. And uh, I like the fact that they are talking about uh, this kind of... Uh, uh, yeah, Behavior, let's say, right? It yeah. It's quite common in, in the current society. Yeah, and, uh -huh. uh, and um, I mean, normally when you listen to this kind of genre, you always find some political, uh, social theme. Mm -hmm. But uh, I like the fact that um, it's so actual with e for everything, everyone. Mm -hmm. So it's not that this related, well, at least for the Western world, it's not that this related specifically to a condition that happens 
in Canada, for example. Mm-hmm. But it's really like something that a lot of people can can uh, uh, feel as uh, per- personally, mm-hmm. you know, l- like a lot. Mm-hmm. And uh, um, yeah, I kind of like actually uh, this kind of uh, this kind of band that they're like not just writing music, but they put something mm-hmm. uh, meaningful inside. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah. yeah, it was uh, well received by the the, the magazines and uh, other reviewers. So yeah, mm-hmm. I do agree with them to be honest. Okay, which yeah, is nice and interesting band. Yeah. So yeah. do metal, but also vegan. Yeah, also I like it a lot because yeah, so they're vegan. So yeah, okay. Uh, and nice. what about you? Well, uh, I found a new release. Actually, it is the first release of the band called Curse of Fa- Course of Fate. It's a Norwegian band that is formed uh, in 2003. It's a prog metal band. Uh, and they <laughs> they made their premiere in 2020. So 17 years of hard work, let's say. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. In two t- yeah. So it means that this album is amazing. It's very good. But it's, it's not amazing. It's there are amazing songs, but it's yeah, it's not amazing. But it's very good uh, prog metal album. Is it maybe possible that the musicians were actually playing in other bands? Yeah, that's also possible. I couldn't the find any band. story. Uh, I heard that. Well, I read that they also had a very well received EP in 2015. So. <laughs> Again, no, 12, 12 years of preparation. I, you know, I'm also thinking because at the end, Nor- Norway has like five millions of musicians. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, of musicians, no, of people. people uh, yeah. They, <laughs> they, they are all musicians. Also, yeah. maybe, because yeah. uh-huh. basically everyone plays an instrument. Uh-huh. Uh, and then I think, I mean, you have to re- uh, reduce the number of musicians, meta musicians that you have there. So, I think that uh, at the end, everyone is playing with everyone. Uh, that's also possible. I think it's like uh, you know marriages in uh, in the mm-hmm. Europe no- nobility in a long mm-hmm. time ago. Yeah, maybe. Well, I I really didn't take uh, like a big look to their past. Okay. Yeah, uh, but there are six people mm-hmm. first of all, which is I think not so common anymore because generally now the bands are three four people. So the maybe that's why. That but for it progressive. It yeah. No, it's not true. Archeco, there are like uh, one billion. Really? Yes. Oh, okay. Well, so uh, let's say uh, again uh, in the during the album. First of all, it was again a concept album kind of thing. So it tells a story of a very heartbroken and sad story. So the whole album is a melancholy, mm-hmm. melancholy after melancholy. So for me, it it's, it was it's very yeah, it was very nice. Uh, the entrance, so I think it's now a quite a common thing, especially in Proxin, that they make a very short song uh, as a introduction, yeah, which was very nice. Uh, the second song was extremely powerful, but in my opinion, the uh, third song, which is called Endgame, was my personal favorite. So it's a, it's extremely sad and very dramatic. You can mm-hmm. hear it all around the course so it's, it's like also the whole album is like a uh, how to say those uh, r- trains that goes in the Luna Parks oh, uh, roller, roller coaster. coaster but always going <laughs> downwards <laughs> like yeah, you yeah. you continues to go to the like sad side until uh, someone dies Yeah, uh, uh, probably lots of people died. Oh, you <laughs> know exactly the no, story? No, I didn't read all the lyrics, oh. but you, you can s- hear from the... Th- also, the, the vocals were very uh, endorsing this idea of sadness. 
uh, for me the keyboards were uh, everywhere like these like layers and layers of keyboards which makes the sound so rich mm-hmm. I, I really adored it uh, there are also of course uh, many people listens to prog metal for to hear some uh, weird uh, time signatures also some strong riffs right the metal riffs the okay, guitar yeah, riffs yeah. so there are also songs which is basically consisting of this so less story but more riffs mm-hmm. so Wolves is an example I think it was the fifth song there's only one song that I really couldn't understand why it was there it's called Utopia so it was also the happy song of the album but it was it it felt like a dream t- bad, badly written dream theater song to me mm-hmm. so if you put it in the Metropolis part two of uh, dream theater it could fit but I really didn't understand why why they ch- just change the mood out of the blue like this uh, there is one very good uh, uh, like a acoustic song uh, a ballad uh, yeah. which is called Endgame I think it's it, Endgame and yeah the, another one is Drifting Away so the last songs again they pick up this uh, uh, melancholy and uh, it continues so i i really loved the album i'm again very uh, extremely positively surprised that uh, also i'm surprised that how i missed it in the first place because the album is released in april so two months uh, ago yeah but yeah. also uh, with my album i lost hmm. it well I, I i really like the album yeah you know which is our problem we only check the release in metal injection but metal injection is not i mean it's only of mm-hmm. course but it does it can it doesn't know everything yeah. especially for a european release true well i found a new website mm-hmm. that shows you can also filter it like uh, monthly weekly okay or you can also filter it via the genre so maybe i can send you the link it's it doesn't look that it has every release but that's how i find this while okay. i was looking for prog metal albums yeah for me it was a very good album i already put two songs in my playlist so i put uh, the end game and uh, drifting away so the the the, the second song the, the third song which i think is the best song and also the uh, ballad i put in my playlist so okay yeah very nice album very good very good okay good so let's move on to our discussion topic professional life as a metalhead yes so what i uh, wanted to say when i proposed this topic is well actually it came out from a question mm-hmm. uh i'm wondering how people uh like uh, real metalheads the one that uh you know they're covered by tattoos like you know these dead court guys mm-hmm. uh or uh with long hair or uh, they really like to wear their own t-shirts from their own favorite bands um are are uh, having troubles if they have uh if uh w- when they go to work if they have like a 9 to 5 job that is not and they are not working freelancer or they are not tattooist mm-hmm. uh if they have issue because i think it depends a lot also from country to country oh, of course so yeah. i mean i had my own experience uh, uh when i was in italy uh is completely forbidden to yeah well this was quite obvious like uh, wearing a 
pants, uh, pants shirts. Mm -hmm. uh, it was not really uh, appreciated, appreciated mm -hmm. but also like if you wanted to make like a strange color of the air, mm -hmm. it's mm -hmm. something that also they don't look at re really good. But uh, you know, the one of the <laughs> first question I asked my current, well, my past manager, but my first manager here uh, in my current position when he uh, wanted to hire me during the interview, uh we were like in a yeah in a place in which there were a lot of people and there was this girl with pink hair mm -hmm. and i was asking him uh if it was a problem that she had pink hair and he was like yeah why mm. like here in the netherlands is really like they don't care yeah and from there i mean uh, i wear my t-shirt when i go to work or like i uh, now start to have like gray hair when i manage to have it so for two weeks after I go to hairdresser, but at least it's, uh, mm -hmm. yeah, I, I'm, I'm able to do it. No one will say anything about how I look like. Mm -hmm. But as I said, in Italy, it was completely different as well in Germany. So I guess that it's not so easy. Yeah. For example, your hair right now is acceptable in Italy or? Yeah, because they're blonde. Yeah, well, the, the gray one. No, not, not really. Not so. Mm. No, and uh, like uh, blue and stuff like this, piercing sometimes they are not mm. accepted. Yeah, for me, for example, uh, I also wear my earrings in my company in Turkey. Mm -hmm. So it was some kind of an open-minded co uh, company because in some of co companies, they also, you cannot wear earrings. But uh, one of the things that I really like to have a f f uh, piercing on my face, but I think that for, I'm sure that it's not well camped in Turkey, but I'm not also very comfortable even in here. Mm. I don't think that it would be an issue, but I don't see myself doing it for professional reasons. So if I was, if I had a, like if I was a YouTuber or I had my own uh, something that mm -hmm. my own company, then I probably had would have a, a, a how to say, a piercing on my face. Mm -hmm. Now because of these professional reasons, I don't. I also, for example, I know I have lots of tattoos, but. I can cover all of them with uh, business clothes. casual clothes, mm. so s smart casual clothes. No, so no, but mm -hmm. I mean, one thing is that you feel comfortable or not to dress uh, in uh, your environment. But what uh, really surprised me here in the Netherlands is that they really don't judge you in the way that you look like. I agree, but I also had some uh, chats uh, during the lunchtime with some colleagues. For example, I asked them because I saw people with shorts. Mm -hmm. So I, and sometimes it's very warm. Eh? So yeah. I, I think that maybe if if I saw them, so I can wear them. So I asked the guy, and he basically said that yeah, you can, but I would not recommend. Yeah, I never I never mm. seen anyone uh, cold back because he was uh, wearing shorts. Yeah, no, not cold back, but th then he he continued like he had like higher. Uh, aims yeah. so mm. that he always wear more serious stuff etc etc yeah exactly okay i understand there are some situation in which anyway is required like if you meet customer or mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. high managers mm -hmm. it's better to wear suits and so on yeah. but you know for the day day-to-day basis daily work daily basically work, uh -huh. um i don't i don't see uh why should be an issue especially like uh, well, this didn't happen uh, in Italy, and I didn't see actually a place that happened, but 
let's say that you work in the factory mm -hmm. i mean if you look like in a strange way it should not be a problem really. yeah I mean, true. Mm -hmm. but uh yeah uh, i was really happy that i could express myself and uh, i know that uh, in other situation is not possible mm -hmm. so uh, i guess that uh, normally in turkey is not uh, especially yeah. in the university i mm -hmm. think is difficult or not? Uh, well, in university, it depends on the university because there are some very political in universities, mm -hmm. like they are castles of certain political parties. Okay. So if you go there with like strange clothing or tattoos or piercings, the best you can get is that you will verbally assaulted. Ooh, wow. And if they are like... Uh, they drink something also it can get physical also there are places even in Ankara that you at, at least I was not comfortable to have long hair to have uh, earrings mm -hmm. tattoos etc I, I can also tell uh, well it now it's funny but back then I was a little bit uh, offended uh, I was uh, working, uh, like studying and listening to Opeth, I guess, so mm -hmm. some growling, etc. And one guy that we never had any chat before, uh, which was in my generation in the university, but not in the same department. Mm -hmm. He came and he asked me if I was a satanist. Well, because I think that happened to all meta-ads in all around yeah, the world. Yeah, well, but... <laughs> so... They also ask me, uh, so yeah. So it's not that. Uh, I don't yeah, know. back then I was a bit furious about the question, but then when I see that, but yeah, th this is happening everywhere. So th this is the situation in Turkey. Everywhere, if you listen metal, if you have tattoos, you are you you are kind of like an uh, outcast, let's say. Yeah, it's true. But then I see maybe it's here uh, because Netherlands is really really strange country for mm. me. Uh, you have like two type of people, uh, people that don't care mm -hmm. and people that start to be genuinely interested in you as like a rare animal mm. and they start to ask so many questions yeah. about everything and, uh, and you're like, yeah, okay, but it's not that the myth, uh, myth uh, came last year. I mean, mm. it's, uh, it exists since the 80s or even before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I really don't know why they're so fascinated. You just pick up a documentary and you can uh, learn everything. What is something I do, uh, which whichever strange stuff is happening in the mm -hmm, world. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, and uh, it's funny though. Uh, but for the rest, uh, luckily I did not have uh, any big issues uh, except when I was in uh, high school, but that is another discussion. Yeah, high school. Well, high school I was playing in in a band that was playing like a rock slash metal. So we were already the bad guys, let's say. So we were already the ones who went for a smoke, who drink beer, underage, etc., etc. So. Well, I remember that uh, when I was in uh, uh, high school, uh, I uh, met this guy. Uh, is uh, yeah, damn it. I was speaking too far from the microphone. So mm. I was, I repeat again. Mm. Uh, I met this guy, no, he was a little bit be, uh, older, older than me. Uh -huh. Oh, God. And, uh, you know, he had like a, a long hair and beard and uh, he was wearing this T-shirt like grindcore. I think that the time was listening a lot of that in grindcore. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And he started to uh, make CDs for me because uh, I started to be into Carcass and uh, it was uh, passing me the albums. Mm -hmm. And then there were my... Uh, my uh, female 
fellow students in my mm -hmm. class that they were like kind of scared that I was becoming a satanist because I was uh, speaking with him and he had this uh, this uh, uh, look, okay. you know. <laughs> and I was like, oh, come on, guys, seriously. And uh, yeah, it was like the, the only uh, really crazy thing that happened. Mm. Uh, but also I did not show m so much myself. I mean, I don't have tattoos or piercing and... Mm. Uh, uh, yeah, I was dyeing my hair since I was 14, but it was black and then mm. blonde, so it was not really a big deal. The only thing are the t-shirts, but I don't even wear it every day, so. Yeah. But yeah. yeah, we shift a little bit on the topic, actually, and uh, we should uh, talk about the deep metal secret state, because so it's already late, as always. Yeah. So you found a video showing what the f famous metal artists doing in the yeah, current in times. Exactly. So uh, there's like uh, tons of different artists. There's uh, Travis from uh, Black Dahlia Murder, mm -hmm. uh, uh, some other guys that I don't remember that uh, they're playing in, uh, um, they're actually Italian. Mm -hmm. uh, well, The Strange is an Italian band, Aborted. I'm not sure if the guy is in a, this band and is Italian or the old band is Italian. Mm -hmm. But what I noticed, and I mentioned the, the Italian one, is because <laughs> all the Italians were saying that they were cooking a lot. Yeah. But they're not the only one, also the other uh, people from uh, other places. I mean, at the end in quarantine, what do you want to do? The thing is, not so many people said that they were writing new music. This is very strange. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were literally cooking and gaming yeah exactly then relaxing and i'm like oh come on guys now you literally have time to write because one thing they complain is that if they're touring all the mm -hmm. time they don't they have time to yeah. and now that you have time you are not doing it yeah, maybe they see it like a holiday yeah? so that they can for three months yeah wow. well a bit long holiday probably but yeah no i'm also surprised about it that there is no new music not not there is no there are some new music but at least we don't see that they are actively working on new music. Uh, yeah, uh, maybe it was like a specific uh, group of people. Uh, maybe like I know Devin is doing like mm -hmm. a hell mm -hmm. of a thing, mm -hmm. but he has also a really nice cool uh, studio. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, not, not all have studios. Eh? True, mm -hmm. true. Maybe it's difficult, but now yeah. with digital stuff, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, true, true. But uh, yeah, this is what this was the, the first news. And the second one is the people. If we go to festivals or concerts, we need to walk through a disinfectant mist. Yeah. So uh, of course, uh, the different organization uh, in the in the entertainment world, not mm -hmm. only the metal world, they are thinking how to actually uh, must disinfect people. Yeah, how to throw uh -huh. in safety uh, festival, f physical festival mm -hmm. again. And they come out with this idea. So basically, you see the pictures, there's like a circle, big circle. Mm -hmm. You go through it and they, uh, yeah, they, they, they spray you with, uh -huh. yeah, with disinfectant, which for me is not really um, effective. Yeah, but the thing is, if you are already sick, exactly, exactly, then it's what the will you do? Uh -huh, yeah. So yeah, they always continue to say, yeah, we will maintain the one one meter and a half mm. distance, and I'm like, yeah, okay, but still, you cannot control. Then one of the secret will kick in, and everyone will start to make the motion, and then who, who can? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the people start to drink. They they, they get uh, super excited. They get mm -hmm. drunk. They start to mosh pit. They do the wall mm -hmm. of that. They just simply uh, fall in each other. Did you ever? took place in the wall of death are you kidding me no I never <laughs> never the, you know the one time one guy i was in a, in a vacan and one guy just 
super tall guy, big guy, mm -hmm. German guy, drunk guy, picked me up and was uh, trying to make me do crowd, sur uh, crowd surfing. Uh -huh. Crowd surfing. And I started to scream as an ego. Seriously, <laughs> I mean, no. Because the problem is not to do cross surfing. I mean, it's really nice. I think it's a very nice experience. Uh -huh. But if you're a girl, you know where guys are putting their own ends? Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah of yeah. course. Uh, <laughs> so I said, no. I don't want to have like 50 ends touching me in that precise spot. <laughs> and I started to scream. And I, I didn't know this guy. Uh, uh. He just randomly decided to pick me up because <laughs> I was 160. <laughs> you are small and why not? Exactly, yeah. why not? So it was like, okay. So I, did, I didn't do anything i think maybe when i was 15 i did some uh Mosh pit. yeah yeah but this is yeah, it depends and sometimes it's only 10 people even we call the push pit. yeah but uh, i'm not really into this kind of mm. stuff yeah before i fucked up my knees i was like in the front lines in every possible scenario so the amount of glasses that i broke sunglasses or regular glasses is just countless yeah but you know for you it's easier you are 180 and uh, you're big yeah and i was like i was 137 kilos yeah, so exactly. i was like you know the, the one that yeah yeah people were happy to actually bounce on you i guess yeah, but most probably or they can just get stuck on my fat that's also possible oh I guess. God. <laughs> But yeah. yeah, so uh, yeah, now they're coming out mm -hmm. every week with some uh, creative uh, solution. But for still, I, I I'm very sad to. I don't see any one any, any solution that can bring back the festivals or the concerts no, no, any I sooner. Yeah, I I think that before we have a vaccination or a pill that will uh, that th th this virus is treatable. Uh, I'm not seeing like those kinds of organizations coming back soon mm. which is very sad i see that some concerts are start to uh, pop up uh, all around the europe I there are really few mm -hmm. and i think it's because they have a kind of agreement with the government uh. i guess mm -hmm. uh, but yeah for 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 at least until 2021 20 i don't yeah. think we will i add. i saw uh, in my app song kick that there was like eight or ten new uh, notification yesterday or two days ago so they, they started to book 2021 that's for sure but yeah yeah i hope it will get uh, better i hope so yeah. too let's see which will be like the new yeah. uh, the news uh, we still have the date to go to our manovar concert oh yeah true, <laughs> true, true. for 14 years 200 yeah. euros for nothing basically but uh, yeah. yeah we can buy the cheapest ticket if you want <laughs> Oh, we can ask. Uh, or we can buy. We can buy the golden ones so that we also meet the guys. Oh my <laughs> god! Touch the muscles. Oh my god! No, we can interview them actually and ask. Uh, how do you feel to be the most uh, mockest, mockest, the most uh, uh, mo mocked, mocked? Yes, band in uh, in uh, in the world. And uh, are they? Well, maybe. I maybe think then. so. Yeah, Come yeah, on, yeah. which other band is funnier than them? Oh, there are lots of. Oh, really? We have to do a yeah. episode about yeah, yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, Okay, good. Okay. But we're late. Of course. And uh, but we are more or less we finish everything. Yeah. We we said everything that we wanted to say. So. Uh, so thank you for listening. Yeah. See you next week. See you. Bye. bye.